Today on Lady Boss, Courtney talks with Allison Beitzel, who took her passion and turned it into profit, using her love of food design and entertaining to create a booming new business. Allison, I've always heard that when you're an accountant, you're not supposed to be a creative accountant. <laughs> I know, right? And yet you find yourself in this very, very creative business. Where are you pulling that from? To be quite honest, I have no idea. I mean, I am definitely an accountant, and you could see on my grazing tables my straight lines and my organization from the business side, but I'm definitely an accountant at heart, for sure. <laughs> so that comes in very handy for the finances of the business, which we'll right. get to, but I am really impressed with um, the aesthetics, which Thanks. I don't ever associate our accounting team at work <laughs> to be the people picking out the aesthetics, and we're in a very right. creative business that Gemini builds it, so um, that's what surprises me most about right. uh, how amazing your stuff looks. Thank you. Um, when you decided to do Babs Boards, was... Uh, how much of it was, hey, I've got to make a certain amount of money because I'm... None of it. <laughs> so this is really your retirement play in a, in a yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, it was really just created on a whim. I mean, I went to go visit a dear friend of mine who helped me come up with the idea, and I wanted something to fill my free time, quite honestly, and it was just something for fun to start off with. So when you don't have a bullet to your head about, you know, paying any bills or employees, um, what gives you the drive? passion and love. I mean, hopefully you could see that. You took a class from me yeah. at Wrigley. I mean, I love teaching. And I mean, I started doing it as charcuterie for fun. Um, and then it moved into teaching quite quickly, teaching charcuterie classes. But I'm really doing it because I love it. And I think that's what's so fun is it's something that I can make into a business, but it's really truly what I love doing. And how do you hold yourself accountable if, in fact, you know, you don't have a commitment to your family or a commitment to yourself or certain thresholds that um, you're trying to meet? Right. And I think that's kind of where my finance and accounting background comes into play. I mean, I know what it takes to run a business and make it profitable. I know I mean, I'm really on top of all of the financial side of it. So I, I know I want to you know, make money. I don't want to lose money doing it. But um, I think that's kind of where my business background comes into play for sure. OK, good. Um, I think it's just important to hear. Otherwise, we call that a hobby. Yeah, um, it's definitely and... not a hobby. I mean, it started off as just for fun and to see how it goes. But now that it's kind of grown, you know, I, I want to be successful at it, too. And, you know, I'm not making millions and millions of dollars, um, but I'm <laughs> yes, not yet. But I'm having a lot of fun doing it and making some money along the way, too. I like I mean, are you a natural business builder? Because I think, you know, first few times I tried to connect with you, you were sold out. Um, mm -hmm. And that's always alarming for any business. And then right away, I saw you had classes and mm -hmm. um, obviously took one. And now I want you to talk a little bit about your new partnership. How um, how'd you get those ideas? Because those are ideas, you know, after infancy, it's, hey, how do I scale this? How do I get it beyond right. me? Right. So the I've been doing this for two years now, next month, which I cannot believe it's been that long. It's gone so fast. But it definitely started off saying yes to everything. And as a new business person, I wanted to see what I liked. I wanted to see what I didn't like doing. I wanted to see what worked, what didn't. Um, so I said yes to everything. And now two years in, I'm realizing, okay, here's what didn't work. Here's what was profitable part of it. Um, here's what I really love doing. So the Forza partnership that you're, you're yeah. talking about that I just announced yesterday was a perfect segue for me to scale the business so I don't have to say no to people who are ordering charcuterie boards. Um, I'm able to say yes through Forza, putting them together and preparing them. And I could focus on what I really love and growing 
the class side and the grazing tables, which is what I absolutely love the most. Okay, so um, not dissimilar to our business where uh, e-commerce art companies will come to us. They're good at finding football jerseys that they want to sell online, and they need thousands and thousands of frames per week, and we'll be the people to produce all the frames and the glazing and all the things, and they focus on the part they love. Right. You have figured out a way to outsource what's the you know least value add of your business, right. which is you know the one-off charcuterie board. Right. Um, and it's not that I don't love doing that. I love doing it all. Yeah. I just am one person. Yeah, right? And yeah. I mean, I have a couple interns, but I'm one person running yeah. this business. So what made the most sense for me to, you know, outsource well, was definitely that piece. How you them as a partner? Um, Tyler and I, Tyler, one of the owners of Forza, and I go way back. I've known him, you know, prior to when he started Forza. So we have built this relationship. And then I've done classes, charcuterie classes at Forza, now grilling classes at Forza. So we've had this ongoing relationship for a couple years now. Um, with the business. So it, it just made the most sense. It was the perfect fit. And how does that work financially? Um, what our arrangement is? Yeah, or like generally speaking, yeah. so you, how much is a charcuterie board? Well, it depends on the size, yeah. but you know, anywhere from 100 to you know, $200 for kind of standard sizes. Yeah. And you know, what we've just come to the agreement that I'm still doing all the invoicing, all of the, the sourcing okay. of um, the clients and the customers, yeah. um, still you know, all the Instagram, I'm, I'm doing the selling part yeah. of it. So really I'm just outsourcing to him. And what's nice about it is he gets wholesale costs yeah which you know I wasn't getting because he runs this business he already has meat and cheese there he already has a labor force so you know it's great so we both win off of it which I think is is wonderful and he gets new clients coming through his door to pick up the charcuterie boards that he might not have had before and then he also will get that point of sale too okay yeah I want to um, make <clears throat> sure people hear that that the proportionate amount of you know, profit, if you will, is coming from the person that generated the customer, which right. is you. That's me. Right. And I think that a lot of businesses, um, every one of us has to think about getting customers because the value is whether you get that customer and you service it through online, retail, partnership, right. wholesale, the value is the customer. Right. Yep. You can always find people, firms, you know, supermarkets to produce stuff on the back end where they're leveraging an infrastructure. Right. But getting the customer generates the most value. Right. So, and that's what I've worked really hard to do the last two years is getting this customer yep. base. And it's a very loyal customer base, too. Um, you know, I, I have people that are ordering boards repeatedly, okay. and I'm sorry that I've said no to you on yours. I know you've been Can trying to. Can I please have a board? Um, but you know, I have these loyal customers, and I, you know, I, also that are taking my classes too, and are also hiring me for to do grazing tables. So. It's this huge base that I've built the last two years that I'm helping Forza. So, you know, Absolutely. we're both, and then same with him. He has a base too that I haven't tapped into that now this collaboration is going to allow for both of us. He hasn't been able to sell grazing tables because he doesn't have the infrastructure to do that. Now he'll be able to say, oh, I have Babs to do grazing tables for and me for Forza. he would mark Forza. up your thing. Right. Oh, nice. So, okay. and he's helping me market that. Okay. I'll be the one who's doing it for Forza, which is wonderful. So it's, it's a win-win. So what, um, what's been your best marketing vehicle? Instagram, hmm. for sure. Social media in general, but mostly Instagram. I mean, I had no idea starting this, the power of um, social media and Instagram and selling a business, uh, selling you know what I have to sell, for yeah. sure. Um, if you had to My marketing budget's zero. 
<laughs> okay, so you don't have to boost or do any. You've, any I don't. You've I don't got spend a dime. Thirty six hundred followers by organically building it. Yes. Yes. And that's... I mean, I have donated to charities, which yeah. I think is kind of marketing, sure. and I'm putting my name out there. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, no, I've not spent a dime. Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. Um, and what does Instagram give you? Would you say? Like what is it leads? Um, yeah. People? yeah. Yeah. And then just people seeing, I think um, it's the business that I'm in at least is very visual. Yeah. So you, people, you're seeing people at classes, you're seeing, you know, the grazing tables that I'm doing. So it's all the pictures and I'm just, I don't have any fancy equipment. I'm using my iPhone yeah. to take these pictures. Um, but just that visual that you're seeing on social media really sells the business yeah. a lot yeah. for me. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. um, so grazing tables are kind of a, a trend. Um, mm -hmm. Um, and so are Shakurti Birds. I mean, you know, a lot of 22-year-olds are really after it. What what comes next, though? Because I think you always have to be ahead of that before right. salami dies off. So <laughs> yes, right. What are you thinking? To be about? honest, I thought I didn't even think that it would last. This the craze would last for two years. To okay. be quite honest with you, so it, I'm very lucky that it has you know extended yeah. um but i'm really trying to follow what my passions are to figure out what's next and that passion really is teaching um so charcuterie classes i'm still doing i've now rolled into teaching grilling classes um which i love and specifically girls who grill so i'm trying to teach you know this this whole um you know girls grilling class oh, which cool. is so much fun um, and then I have a couple other ideas in mind of other classes to teach, kind of hosting um, 101, hosting a dinner yeah. party 101. I feel like the, the art of the dinner parties kind of lost some steam maybe during COVID or maybe just this generation a little bit. So I would love to bring that back. Cool. So that's next for me. Um, well, I don't know if you were um, a, a B accountant and an A entrepreneur or <laughs> what happened, but I think uh, oh, your creative plug you. is so great. Thanks. I mean, I know it's not super popular desserts right now, but um, I mean, I think there's so many more boards besides appetizer boards that could be brought out, you know, for people to gift, which I think yeah, is, a, right. you know, and then the experience play. I think the you're really tapping into what seems so popular after COVID is the experience play. Right. Yep. Um, so, you know, as you look at, like, how do you look at your business and say, is financially, is this a success? Like, what does that look like? Right. I mean, to me, personally, a success is, am I having fun? And I am. I'm having a blast. Like, I really, I mean, it sounds so cliche to, you know, if you are enjoying what you're doing, it doesn't feel like work. It's really true for me. I mean, I love it. I love doing this. I love, you know, today I have a grazing table and a class this evening. I, I just truly love it. So that to me is the most important part of the success. It's not the necessarily the money, but the money is great too. You know, I have some extra spending money that I didn't even plan on, you know, when I started this. So it's also successful for me that I'm making a profit. Um, and is it a business you ever have to add people to, or you just keep it small? And yeah, I mean, I think up? having the partnership with Forza allows me to keep it small. I have, um, you know, a couple interns uh, last summer, and then I have another one who just started last night. Um, high schoolers, and it's a great experience for them to yep. see an entrepreneur, a brand new business, um, really like from the ground up. So that's been a lot of fun. But I. I don't know. I think I, I don't need a storefront. You know, I think what I'm doing works for me right now and I love it. That's great. I mean, uh, <laughs> it, you make it sound easy. Um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, I think you're smart to keep it small and um, focused so you are having fun. I think right. that's when yeah. I just run into too many people that 
you know, want to call it a business. To call it a business, you got to start adding people. You got to have growth, accountability, goals, right. and this is kind of um, something for more fun. Yeah. And, and yeah. solopreneurship is a great thing for people that don't want to have a gun to their head, so right. to speak. So right. I think it's amazing that you're having fun, mm -hmm. um, and your passion is just going to keep growing it. And I'll be excited to see what's next for Babs Boys. Thank you. Me too. I appreciate it. <laughs>